the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Aren't we having a wonderful springtime? Just love it. So did you know that there is no us and them? And do you know how I know this? Because the Bible tells me so. Isn't that cool? (laughs) Having to deal with us and them has always been very painful for me. So when I was reading this first lesson for today, I was excited. You know, when you are twice an immigrant, you deal a lot with us and them. When we moved to Argentina, there was no doubt, even when I was seven years old, that we were Danish and they were Argentinians. When I was a teenager, going to parties with my local friends was always a matter of contention in my home, while going to the Scandinavian club was okay. Somehow, it must have seemed safer for my aunt, and she wanted to protect me. So we stayed as us, going to the Danish church, Scandinavian club, spoke Danish at home, ate Danish-type food, and so on. Thanks God for high school, since my elementary school was with tutors. It took me two years to learn how to behave socially. I don't think that isolating oneself is a good way of life. It emphasizes too much us and them. So the book of Acts attributed to St. Luke is an account of what happened after Jesus was resurrected and ascended into heaven. Peter was in trouble. And you know Peter's always in trouble, right? He ate with uncircumcised people. Can you believe it? And the believers around him asked, why are you doing this since this is against the rules and traditions? And it was just like that time when Jesus was accused of eating with sinners. The people in charge questioned him. So Peter was dealing with who could be part of the new life, who could follow the steps of Jesus, and who could not. So Peter takes time to explain what he has seen in a vision and goes through it step by step. He tells them about the animals he sees, and he hears God speaking to him more than once. Peter is told by God to kill and eat. Now these animals that he sees were not, quote, the right animals for food, unquote. They were four-footed animals, beasts of prey, reptiles, birds of the air. And Peter even before thinking, says, no, I cannot do that. I have never eaten anything unclean. The rules of the time says, said, don't do it. But God said, yes, I tell you to do it, because nothing that I have created is unclean or profane. Remember Jesus telling his disciples that nothing that goes into your mouth is unclean, but only what comes out. 
And then Peter goes to teach about the people, which is a lot harder than teaching about food, don't you think? He brings up the circumcised, which at that time was us, and the uncircumcised, which at that time was them. Who can be led into this new church? Who can be part of this group? And Peter continued his story. Three men came from Caesarea and asked Peter to go with them, and the Spirit told him, Go and make no distinction between us and them. Peter walked into the house of the people who called, and as he begins to speak, the Spirit fell upon them, just as he had at his just as it had come to the disciples in the beginning, and the entire household was baptized and saved. When Peter sees this, he remembers the word of Jesus saying, John came to to baptize with water, but that I would baptize with the Holy Spirit. And here comes the part that fascinates me, when Peter says, If then God gave them the same spirit that he gave us when they believed in Jesus Christ, who was I to hinder God? Who was I to hinder God? The people that had complained to people and heard the stories were silenced, and they praised God, saying, Then God has given even to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. Who am I to judge God and decide who belongs? Which is us. And who does not belong? Which is them. The Bible tells me that there is no us and them. The Spirit tells Peter to not make a distinction. And in our baptismal covenant, we are asked the question, Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And what do we respond? We will, with God's help, yeah. So the second time of being an immigrant was when we landed in this country with three small daughters, not knowing the language or the customs. At that time... We had decided that we were going to be part of the community where we lived. We were not going to seek out the Scandinavian community or the Argentinian. The girls were going to go to public schools, and we were going to speak English. It was all wonderful, and I, a Lutheran person, went to my sister's Roman Catholic church. Now, you have to remember that I have been told all my life that the Roman Catholic Church was a very hypocritical church, and I loved it. (laughs) I became friends with people of every walk of life, and my mind expanded, and I felt God was very much with me and my family. So I went from one extreme to the other. I went from isolation and being protected to wanting to totally immerse myself in the culture I was living in. I wanted to be a citizen of the world and a, and a Christian without denomination. 
Well, in the long run, do you think that this worked out perfectly? One thing that we human beings need is to belong, isn't it? And I wanted to belong. I wanted to be part of the community and just be part of all. So I made plans and God changed them. He introduced me to the Episcopal Church where I very much feel I belong. I became a U.S. citizen and I love this country. And just to keep me humble, God said, I will keep her accent. So she, <laughs> so she will never forget her roots. <laughs> Thank you, God. Now I have three cultures I can draw from. Keep the good and ignore the not so good. So there are many us and them, but we are all still together. If we work in harmony and love each other, we could live in a much nicer place, and this world would truly be God's. So I think the summary of the lesson of today is teaching us an important lesson. The colleague tells us that to know Jesus Christ to be the way and the truth and the life and to follow his steps may lead to eternal life. The psalm praises God and assures us that God will protect everyone and everything. Peter in Acts help us, helps people to come to know Christ regardless of their background. The second reading shows us that all things have been made new and the all has passed away. And he, our Lord Jesus Christ, is the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end. And then at the end in the gospel, we have the all-encompassing love from Jesus to his disciples. Jesus gives us and them a new commandment, that we love one another as he loved. In that way, we can show everyone that we are Jesus' disciples. This week, I invite you to be a model of Jesus' love. Don't discriminate. Know that God will protect you. Give thanks, especially to Jesus, for dying for our sins and for showing us the way to eternal life. Amen.